All right, Sam, we got a big one this week. We got a call from Lionsgate to do a sequel to Buffalo 66. You ready? Buffalo 67. Here we go. Uh, is Vincent right. coming back? Vincent Most Gallo? obvious joke out of the way. <laughs> it's not a joke. It's just what we'll call it. It's like, what else would you call it? Buffalo 66 Requiem? It definitely would be would be funnier to go with Buffalo sixty nine, but like we, we'll, we'll get that's there. A, that's dead. That's so. <laughs> it dead might make someone like snort air out of their nose. Um, <laughs> I think we'll bring Vincey back, though. I don't know. He's uh, he just the info about him just keeps getting worse and worse. Um, yeah. So we we might want to recast him. We'll talk about it. Yeah. Um, we'll have to explain to our viewers what this movie is. I feel like. Most yeah. of our listeners probably don't even know this movie. Uh, really, only makes sense if you went the SUNY purchase <laughs> the exact time <laughs> period we did. That was like the only time and place this movie was popular. Uh, well, speaking of SUNY purchase, um, we're bringing on some people we know from there. Um, a pair of great filmmakers um, who we've just loved their work for years. We're so excited to bring them on to help us write this important sequel. Please welcome to the show, Alana Murray and Mika Lunga Loveklotz here to uh, write with us. Welcome to the show, y'all. Thanks for having us. Wow, you're really here. Thanks for coming. I'm excited to hear your ideas for Buffalo 2. Buffalo 2662. How are you guys doing? What's what? Can you tell us about the project you're working on besides Buffalo '66 too? To start, for sure, for sure. So we're making a short film called "I Would Never Fuck You," and it's about two young women. Huh? Nice. <laughs> we we want to make this appeal to the widest audience possible, but um, <laughs> yeah, the short's about two young women confronting unrequited loves at a bar, and these two young women and the whole cast is six-year-old men. And our, our main character is a diorama artist, so she makes miniatures of situations in her life that have or haven't happened, and she uses to prepare for situations, and in this case, she's preparing for, like, a big confrontation with her situationship that she's, like, super in love with and she has high hopes for. Wow. Where did the miniature thing come from? Is that, like, something from either of your lives? Well, Definitely because of your love of tiny things. <laughs> and we thought it was, we wanted to come up with careers or just like arts that these characters are doing. And we thought, okay, what's kind of unique? Mm-hmm. And a diorama artist seemed really cool. Yeah. And I think something about like scale or even, even like the set that we're in, it's like, uh, we made a micro short that like lives in that same universe and we shot it Mm. in this room and this room is tiny but like not on purpose but because it's so small we filled it with furniture and objects that are like three quarters the size of normal ones and like cyrus made us this tiny couch it's a show and tell god for people that can't (laughs) for people just listening they're showing us this very tiny covered in plastic floral couch yeah so incredible (laughs) thank you (laughs) It, I think it like mimics how we process stuff. It's like different than real life, but like in that it's more detailed, I feel like, and miniatures are kind of like that, where like 
you're like hyper focusing and like very obsessed and you like are devoted to making miniatures yeah and it's also like totally useless which is a quality that i love yeah i just like commonplace objects but slightly off or worlds that are feel commonplace but there's something off about it i love this in my town that i grew up in um there was a store on main street called the miniature store um that only sold small versions of things are you um, serious <laughs> i'm 100 percent serious my favorite detail open. about it no, it's closed now, but like, well, it was open. It was owned by this very grumpy man. And I would, I would go in all the time to buy miniature things. Cause I, when I would get gifts for people, I would just get them small versions of things they liked. So like That's my dad so liked cool. to mow the lawn. So I would get him like miniature lawn tools and he'd be like, why do I want these? <laughs> but uh, awesome. I thought it was a good idea. But every time I'd go in, the owner would get so annoyed. I'd be like, do you have like a miniature lawnmower? And he'd be like, ah. Yeah, but I don't. I want that. It's hard. It's it's like one of my favorite pieces. I'm like, why do you have That's a store? So awesome. <laughs> Sounds counterintuitive for a store. That's amazing. Yeah, it's like that level dude. of devotion is amazing. You gotta have multiples. You gotta have triples. Triples is best. Can we talk to this man? Yeah, can we talk to him? I gotta find him. I got he'll. I'm sure he'll still remember his spite for me. So. Do you think that he's dead and he got cremated, but they compressed his ashes to put him in a really tiny coffin? <laughs> I, I hope so. Yeah, I think um, you can. And he you has like a tiny idea. tombstone. You can, you can put that idea in your movie. You can have that one. I think that's a Thank that's you. a great scene. Uh, it's all yours. Sliding that in her pocket. <laughs> uh. So you guys are crowdfunding, though? You guys are uh, up on Seed and Spark, right? Yeah, What's the goal? we are crowdfunding. We're crowdfunding for 15K, which is only 750 installments of 1999. Nice. That's great. So it's, like, really not that much. <laughs> We're down to, like, 400 installments. Yes. So 400 people okay. want to give us 20 bucks, please do. We yeah. would love that. And we would love you. Yeah. 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 Well, how can our listeners find this this campaign? Should we do it in unison? You can find the yes. links. Do you ask the question, then we respond? Yeah. So how can we find the link to you your campaign? You can find the link to our campaign in the, the description. Bio. Nice. And our Instagrams. Nice. <laughs> nice. Instagrams. Boom. All right. Well, well, in the meantime, I'm glad y'all have a big Hollywood opportunity, like to tide you over until that's you. ready to go. Because um, Lionsgate said like they wanted you guys to come in and help us write Buffalo '66 too. We need all the help we can get. Because what what the fuck are we gonna do? How are we gonna write a sequel to this movie? Uh, <laughs> should we give a for the before we dive into talking about Buffalo '66 one uh, for our audience here uh, that might not have seen it yet? Uh, Buffalo 66, what year is it from? 98? 94? Yeah, it was 98. 98? It's a 1998 feature film written, directed, and starring Vincent Gallo uh, about a uh, guy who just got released from prison and uh, he has to go say hi to his parents who don't know he went to prison, so he kidnaps a young Christina... Is it Ricky or Richie? I never knew. Richie. Richie. Christina Richie. She's a tap dancer and he kidnaps her and makes her uh, pretend to like him. And then 
over the course of the film, against all odds, she does like him, I guess. Kind of. I get it. I get it. Yeah. And he yeah. won. <laughs> he got I thrown into jail because he made a bad bet on a Buffalo Bills game. Um, and so they for the mob basically forced him to take the fall for someone else. And so because of this, he also has a plan to murder the kicker for the Bills that lost him that game. Scott Wood. And so Scott he, Wood. Uh, but instead of killing Scott, he gets hot cocoa for the girl he kidnapped that falls in love with him for some reason. And then Busy. the movie's over. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah so that's the movie it's uh it's it's great uh let's let's talk about it what do we uh what do we like about this film what do we hate about what's everyone's take what's the hot take yeah what's y'all's take what's what's the hot take what's i think Alana has a hot take really it's this <laughs> yeah I saw i'm just you, thinking you, you, gears, are, gears are turning thinky. i was thinky <laughs> <laughs> we've been thinky a lot this week nice yeah do you guys like this movie I love. I it's like really it. I um. I rewatched it uh, today, actually, in a rush mm-hmm. for this show. Um, and it it's is kind of like more. Way to do this show. Yeah, because <laughs> I, I gotta like be stressed. Is kind of my main mm-hmm. vibe. Um, yeah. but it's kind of violent in a way that I didn't remember. I didn't remember. In what it way? Being. He's just like really violent towards her. And I just didn't remember it being that physical so immediately. Yeah, I thought it was like it's... more verbal, which is also violent. Uh, but yeah, I just didn't remember it being that intense. Or maybe it's just like hitting me harder. No, that was, it's, yeah, it definitely hits hard. I feel like that was a thing you used to see in movies more too. Like I feel like as a kid, I saw a lot of movies where someone would put like a hand over, like a kidnapping was like such a trope like in children's movies and yeah. stuff you know yeah. but <laughs> yeah. it, it feels i mean it definitely feels very violent and and dark when it happens in the movie and yeah then, yeah but yeah i uh i had seen chunks of it in film school and then i sat down to watch it after graduation but this girl i was dating at the time was like trying to get the perfect Instagram reel of the title sequence. And she took so long to get that Instagram that I fell asleep and didn't finish watching the movie. Uh, so uh, I never had seen the full thing until last night. And uh, nice. yeah, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. I mean, it's it's an interesting artifact just because he's such a fucking weird guy. Uh, yeah. yeah. Alana, what do you like about this movie? Yeah, well, you, what were you in? I was going to say... It, it's like my favorite musical um, because it's for, so subtly for, a musical. Yeah, it's so subtly a musical in that it's not really. A mu- <laughs> How is it a musical? It's got like one musical, two musical numbers, I guess. There's a dance numbers. number. It's just like the staging of things. The fact that they dissolve to black and it feels like the curtains are going down and they're coming back up to a new scene and. The way they shoot the like dinner with the parents is very stage vibe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, if it, yeah. Like this okay. scene, if like it's at a square table, they shoot yeah. each side of the table like very yeah. straight on. And yeah. I, uh, so full disclosure, I fucking hate this movie. Okay, that's good. <laughs> that's awesome. No, that's great. Yeah. We love conflict. Yeah. You're writers. Yeah, we love conflict. Tension. 
Yeah, goddamn. Finally, I was some watching conflict it. on the show. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> Sam and I always get along. Um, yeah. What do you hate we, about no, it? No, I, I. And then I'll say I what I love about it, but after you say what you hate about it. Yeah. Yeah, Max. What do you fucking hate about it? I mean, I just think like my my view of it is certainly colored by the fact that in film school, I just constantly was hearing about like this movie's so great in fact and in fact the thing i heard from a lot of my peers frequently all the way into out of film school is they were like it's so funny they're like they're like it's just this fascinating funny guy and then i sat down to watch this movie and i was like this guy is so annoying <laughs> there is nothing redeemable or likable about him and honestly like there's just nothing terribly interesting about him to me he's um he's just kind of a piece of shit and like the movie's big statement seems to be like yeah but his parents were kind of fucked up and i'm like hmm. not terribly interested in like the oh it's like oh he has a really uh, aggressive father that's a narcissist um hmm. Okay, I probably guessed that like in like minute two of the movie. <laughs> Seems like a guy with a bad dad. Um, I think this movie goes a certain length for people if they find like some dirtbag really interesting. Um, I am just, I just found him to be douchey and wasn't terribly interested in figuring out why he was that way and then just do not understand what the fuck Christina Ritchie sees in this guy it's like upsetting to me that she falls for him because it's like there's I don't sense any chemistry between the two of them and it's there's just not much narrative tension that keeps me engaged with this thing mm -hmm. that's my take that's fair that's fair I think upon watching it like at an older age I kind of agree with that more where I'm like why won't he ever just shut the fuck up like he just keeps talking it's so long and it like because watching it now i was like i was wondering it's like did he write this and like how much it how much of it is him just like going off and like the crew being like <laughs> just shooting and rolling and rolling and like the sound guy having to like oh my god but then also i think <laughs> Him being an asshole is like, sure, he's the main character, but I think now watching it as like a 29 year old woman, and I think this kind of ties into our movie a little bit, where it's like watching Christina's character deal with him to me is like very, not to be cheesy, but like feeling seen as like a woman and like having, or not having to do shit like this all the time, but like knowing how to do it so well, where you like deal with an asshole. And you, like, yeah. respectfully deal with a baby man the whole way through because you, like, uh, you have your own goal and you can, like, stand it because you're actually not a baby and he is. And I think that this movie kind of does that really well, even though the man who wrote it is actually a child. Yeah. Right. And I guess I would, I would say, like, I read the script as well and a lot of what you see in the film was written in the script. I think he set out with this vision and he just made exactly what he wanted to make. Did, That's cool. It, did the, does the script, like, does it sort of give, because I feel like most of Christina Ritchie's character is like, like in terms of like her actual lines and actions, it's pretty like, 
you know, it, it's kind of like she's like more of a plot device in a lot of ways. But then Christine, I think Christina Ritchie brings a lot of life she's to that great. and gives totally. her that. Like, I think like she kind of carries the film because like if it wasn't, I don't think this film would resonate the way it does because of how much like she's she's a very inactive character who like kind of against all odds. Like like it's basically like maybe a Stockholm syndrome thing or like just like a. But like she's yeah. able to make that all pretty believable just because she's good. But is that in the script too? Like, is the script alluding to that sort of? I would say you so. Would call it in that character, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think there was an awareness there, but yeah, it doesn't excuse the fact that with the writing and with the portrayal, it's very, it's not a well-rounded. She's not a well-rounded yeah. character, but that she also portrays this like very feminine vibe of like. I love him. He yeah. has never once thought about me one single second. It's awesome. But like, you can see her at odds yeah. in certain places where she's like, you kidnapped me, yeah. you pulled yeah. my hair. Yeah, yeah. But then she's part. like, I'm going to still drive this car yeah. and we're going to go bowling. Yeah. And I'm going to take <laughs> yeah. cute photo booth pictures with you just like you asked and then you're going to fucking yell at me again. So she's like... yeah. It's like, what do you gain when you have moral high ground? Nothing. Yeah. But she has it, so she's hot. <laughs> See, I feel like that's happening in the film. I don't feel like the film is commenting on that. I no, but that's it's... not why it's an interesting... I mean, I can't... I think that it resonated when it came out in... I think it played at Sundance, right? Uh, maybe I'm wrong about that. But it resonated when it came out and did it not? No, I'm, it, it resonated when it came out because it's like baby men, right, right, <laughs> right. Bags work in the film industry. Well, it's resonant. Yeah, it's that, but it's also it's like it is it is well directed. Like there's it's, yes, it's very it's an like, aesthetic accomplishment. It's, it's so very confident. noticeable direction. Yeah, yeah. and the first yeah. like, sequence of like the long shots from above of him like trying to pee and great. Yeah, it's, so beautiful. It's, it's that very like showy directing style like totally fucking works in it but i think that why it resonates now is because like modern audiences know who vincent Ga like if you find out about this film you find out about the sort of story behind it and it's like oh this guy is like a crazy like narcissist like he's basically the guy he's playing but like he's kind of you know he's like more complex than that and he's like you know and like that's it's an interesting work of art because it's one of those one it's like you know the it's why we like artists is because it's like we like to see the their subconscious come out and it's like yeah this dude is like writing like a dirtbag asshole guy but like there's also clearly a lot of him in it and then it's clearly <laughs> like low-key a fantasy like he, you yeah. know he wants like you kind of get the feeling that vincent gallo wants to kidnap a girl and have her fall in love with him and it's like totally yeah. that's fucking weird this guy's crazy like this is an yeah. interesting and artifacts. when you write and direct a movie, you're basically, like, kidnapping your cast and crew and making them do what it's you true. want. <laughs> well, especially in this scenario, because the cast and crew fucking hated him. Uh, yeah. Like, they, yeah. Uh, Christina Ricci, Ricci said she'd never work with him again. He said awful things. Like, he's a yeah. he's a dirtbag. Yeah. Uh, I was listening to those recording, the, the interview with him where he just dunks on Spike Jones and, like, everyone else in Hollywood at the time last night. It's so good. He's like, this guy has no vision. This guy, you, I go to parties all the time with like super interesting people, super great filmmakers, and he's he's the least interesting one. He has no point of view, no ideas. He loves to call <laughs> people like... pigs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I nice. love his feud with Roger Ebert. 
because like they were this. getting into some sort of war with each other where he and he was like really critical of Roger Ebert's writing and that he said he wasn't a good critic. <laughs> Ebert just responded by saying, at least I didn't make the brown bunny. <laughs> you like... should read all about that it's like after that happened then he's like <laughs> robert ebert wrote an article that's like vincent gallo put a curse on my colon and a hex on my prostate <laughs> because he did wish cancer on robert ebert uh, in, in print yes or it recorded yeah yeah, I think at like Sundance or something that like at a Q&A that happened because I think Ebert stood up at the end of the Brown Bunny and was like, this is a piece of shit <laughs> or so, like I think he called something out to the audience like it's just funny because Ebert's like a genuinely nice guy seemingly <laughs> for sure because there was an article I read that it was at Cannes for the Brown Bunny that he got really bored at one point and started whistling raindrops keep falling on my head because he wished he was watching Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. That's sick. Um, Wait, who did this? Roger Ebert or Vince Gallup? Roger Vince Ebert. <laughs> That's good criticism. That's More critics need to do that now. <laughs> I want to go do that at like Denny Villeneuve films. <laughs> Start whistling with him in the room. Just like humming huh? the Star Wars theme while you watch Dune 2. You're like, wish I was watching Star Wars. I went to see the uh, the menu and I did a version of that where I just was watching it like this. <laughs> <laughs> not just not a fan? Just shaking my head the whole time. Yeah. One of my proudest <laughs> moments living in LA was that I got invited through a friend to the first Academy screening of The Whale. And during the standing ovation for Brendan Fraser and Darren Aronofsky, I did not stand up and just glared at Darren Aronofsky. And I saw him make eye contact with me and get like a little sad for a second. <laughs> I like, yes, I hate you. He was like, oh no. He was like, oh no, Vincent Gallo doesn't like my movie. Yeah. Because you, you kind of look like him. Because you, you look exactly beard. like him. I, I watched it with my partner. Earlier today, I watched Elvis for probably the eighth time with nice. my partner. Oh. And I was like, I think I could play Austin Butler's brother. And they were like, no. no you I like couldn't. how you were like, oh, I don't have time to watch all of Buffalo 66. I'm so busy today. Elvis, the two hours. I was just going to say something mean. Say it. Say it. I was going to say you could say play it. Austin Butler's brother in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. <laughs> Wait, I don't get it. Why? Because he's, he's a Manson. I could be a Manson. Uh, yeah, yeah. You could, you could my, totally be a Manson. My partner yeah. did say I could play Vincent Gallo's brother. Um, uh, so, okay. So, <laughs> you're like, sure, sure, bro. Sure. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? You're like, I heard you guys like Vincent Gallo. Heard, heard you say you, you get it. Like, look at me. Uh, I'm a baby man. Speaking of, I sorry, I just, I, I got so excited when you said the menu because I, I feel like you guys already heard about this. But you guys know that the me the opening shot of the menu, I didn't even see it. I just saw that the opening shot of the menu is stock footage that the editor just pulled and like plugged it in. It's what? like I don't remember the, it because I fucking the opening shot of the menu is uh is it's supposed to be Anya Taylor Joy's like lips like lighting a cigarette or something like that uh and it's not it's a completely different it's just like a shot they pulled off of like Shutterstock or something uh, <laughs> doesn't matter because the movie sucks yeah well yeah doesn't the movie does suck they were a little sorry, too confident in saying that I didn't see it I don't didn't look good to me actually ever, no that's but... pretty impressive I didn't realize it didn't break anything like I. To me, it all looked like the same movie that I hated. 
it's just not a. It doesn't display a, a stunning level of confidence in a, <laughs> the film you're you're working on if you replace the opening shot with stock footage. Should we? What does that say about no. you as a? I think that's kind of a sick call to open a movie with with shutter. Or sorry, uh, stock footage. It's ballsy. I think it's very it's also, confident. It's very yeah yeah. Uh, it's very confident editing. Uh, well, <laughs> Buffalo '66. Maybe I guess we gotta write a sequel. When's uh, what's his face? The uh, Tubi. What's his? What's he from? Lionsgate. Tubi. Tubi. I watched. I watched Buffalo '66 on Tubi. It had yeah, commercial breaks. It was <laughs> yeah. So cool. So so brings you back. Yeah, I watched it on Samsung TV Plus. The Samsung TVs have their own streaming service. Do you think it's just them reskinning Tubi? Do you think they just like have like a guy that's like clicking on Tubi like in a server room and it's like like screen sharing it to your TV? It's like yeah, Samsung TV Plus. I think so. It, it loves to drop commercials like right in the center of someone's sentence. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Tubi was pretty good about that. It didn't. It didn't break up too much. It kind of did it at like jarring parts. I was like, oh, did they edit this for TV? And I was like, no, that's just the way this yeah, movie tasteful. is. Yeah, tasteful. Yeah. yeah, Tubi. Tubi respects the art as it puts diarrhea commer- pill commercials in the middle of Buffalo '66, which most of the time it plays like the same diarrhea pill commercial like <laughs> ten times in a row instead of like ten commercials. They're like, "This is our only client this month. <laughs> Hope you like <laughs> this commercial. <laughs> We're gonna play it a hundred times." <laughs> um, no, I'm excited for this one because. Buffalo 66, it takes place in the city right next door to where I grew up. Um, I'm from Rochester, New York. Um, Alana liked to make fun of me for that in college a lot. And say, well, I'm from I'm Rochester. Max. I'm from Rochester. Yeah. I didn't make that kind of voice. <laughs> Don't put those you words did a in little my bit. You, sa- you still Rochester. said one of the most brutal digs to me of my life. Yeah, <laughs> I still, and I think about it like at least once every two What'd weeks. What'd you say? I was at a party really goofing with our, all of our friend Hunter. We were being silly. And then at one point, Alana was like, you know what the thing is about you two? You two were fucking losers in high school. But now here you get to be cool, but you're still losers. I did not say that. <laughs> Oh, I thought it was specific. Yes, you he did. Like, he, no, said, he likes to okay. embellish his quotes. <laughs> it was in Starbucks. And <laughs> Starbucks? I remember it in a party. Starbucks. And I said, you, you guys were probably bullied in high school. And now you get to be the bullies. Damn. Damn. I really rose I would never call you a loser. One. To your face. <laughs> exactly. Like, I mean, welcome to the, like, I feel like. I don't know. I don't know, Mika, what you've said to Max, uh, but I mean, I've said like I, Max has got a whole book of he's like you said this to me like freshman year. I met Max and like I just like dragged his ass because I thought he was the cringiest kid ever, uh, and like he hated me for so long. But now we're I don't best know. friends. Yeah, I feel he like a lot of will bring up stuff that I've said and it sounds like super harsh and it really catches me off guard and I just don't really yeah. remember saying it, so I don't know what I said to you max i get that i i don't remember saying these things to him either but i remember saying some things that are pretty funny but the ones he remembers they sound meaner than they were yeah, yeah. i only bring them up because yeah. they're hilarious no no, no i pre- i guess i'm just like <laughs> shocked when i hear them and then i'm also like a little impressed but wait a lot of do you do you, do you know things mika said about max that 
Mika's oh, not, not about, about Max, it. but I'm saying there's oh. like a possibility that like Max remembers something that's like really harsh and like kind of really funny that I don't remember. I just remember walking through the city with you once, Mika, and you said something that hurt my feelings enough that like I needed to like walk a block behind you for a little while <laughs> and like look at the moon, you know, <laughs> think about. I've seen. I've, I've made him get like that. Don't feel bad, Mika. I've, I've and I remember do that too. it at all. When were we doing that? <laughs> when have remember, we walked? You know. Yeah, when have we even walked? <laughs> okay, this is get this is about to get dicey. This is about to get heated. We should let's start let's start but writing. Guess, oh, the through line though to connect it back to Buffalo sixty six is that we all remember harsh things, but sometimes we love the asshole. True. We or love asshole. We have selective memory, like uh what's the character's name in it? What Brown? Billy Lee. Billy Brown, Billy. like Billy Brown's mother, she remembers, she has selective memory, and she's like, you always liked chocolate, Billy, you always liked chocolate. He's like, I didn't like chocolate, Ma, I had an allergic reaction. And that's like this, it's like, no, Max, we, you've always liked me. We've always been <laughs> friends. <laughs> I never said that. Max, you were you. the cringiest person ever, not me. <laughs> it was you. Hey, man, I, I was cool as shit at 18. I was so, so fucking cool. cool when I pulled up to that school. <laughs> okay, okay. Now it's hurting my feelings, so let's turn it back. To that story. hurt your feelings? <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe. Maybe. Sam's feelings got hurt by the QAnon commenters on our YouTube clips saying that his room looked messy. That would hurt me. Yeah, well, that's fine. Um, okay. Buffalo 67, so, what do we got? So the question I have is how far after the events would you set it? Well, I guess it depends on how you want to make it. Because right. it's hard. I guess you could, well, I guess you could, we could do a CGI de-aging of Vincent Gallo. D, uh, okay, okay. Like Expensive. We, I mean, what's... Yeah, what's what's Lionsgate looking for in this? Is this just like, uh, oh, the strike's up, we just got to get something going, like, kind of deal, or what's going on? Um, what's their the email here? to us was, <laughs> oh fuck, we have no movies. Oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck. <laughs> I guess do Buffalo sixty six too. Oh fuck, oh fuck. Okay, yeah, that's what it says. So okay, schedule. I, I just think that they're. So there's some there's some logistical challenges. CEO. <laughs> He's had to let go of the rest of his staff. But they're gonna win this strike. Um Yeah, do we want to do a legacy sequel that takes place now? I don't want old man Gallo. I think that's I old man Gallo's awesome. That's I think sad. we want old man Gallo. I think we want like twelve open and yeah, twelve, 12 gallows. They all get married. They all get married, and they like. Oh, it we could do some good other. musical numbers. It could be and a I musical. Think, I'm if... thinking less narrative ideas. I'm thinking more style ideas. I'm thinking long, long musical numbers. Spotlights, spotlights. That'll spotlights. make writing it easier. Yeah, if we do that, we have, you have to write one of the songs for the pitch, Mika. You have to write one. Uh, Let's hear and, it. You know, yeah, you you start 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 chugging along. I'm sure you can multitask. You know, as we write the rest of the film, or you can go in a corner and write it, and we'll leave the real writing. The to, good part to is us. you don't have to like write. You don't have to write a lot of parts for like anyone but him to sing because he's just gonna keep singing so much, and you're gonna be like, shut the fuck up, and you stop singing, Vincent. Stop. And he's just gonna. Oh, keep I have singing. a song. Please stop. Please stop. I like chants more so than songs. <laughs> Actually, so We're it's all repetitive chants. A lot of chants. 
Yeah. Chanting, please stop. Stop. Please stop. Please stop. Please stop. I think that's like within the in the van of uh, the first one. I'm it's, right. it's definitely in the vein. <laughs> so, the, so the first movie opens with him just having gotten out of jail. So twenty ish years later, what's old man Gala like? What's what's the new inciting incident? What's the new like big life changing event? Like, we, well, we could, yeah. What's yeah. what's the story been since Buffalo sixty six one did him and Christina Ritchie? What's her name? Uh, Layla. 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 Did Billy and Layla? Did they get? Did they get married? Did they have babies? Did it fall they're apart? Did they get suffering? married? <laughs> you think I they're think gonna get married? Some, like, cool, I don't like... know. I think they they got married and we use like their VHS marriage footage at Niagara Falls. Yeah, nice. Mm. Yeah, I like that. But only okay. on the American side where it's not as good. Yeah. yeah. What if they're, they're on like? Uh, would disagree. If, wait. Oh yeah, he because he likes America. What if they were like on a little boat like in the office on Niagara Falls getting married and then the boat's like about to slide over to the I don't know how Niagara Falls is but is there like a line like what if they're like no don't go over the, like it's like an action please scene stop. they please save stop. the boat please, please stop, stop. <laughs> <laughs> alright we're cooking uh, so are we, are we gonna try yeah, to get Christina cooking. are we gonna try to get Christina Ritchie back cause she said she would never ever work with him again I found out. Who looks like I her? think we should do, like, the Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus. Like when, <laughs> yeah. when, when Heath Ledger died. I think it should be Johnny Depp. Wait. They had, like, <laughs> eight people play him. So what oh. if we have all the canceled guys play Vincent Gallo? Like, we ha- like every scene, there's a new actor coming in I think the, the, money, the money is bringing in Johnny Depp. Yeah. Like, uh, you just said, bringing like, in Depp? I think, yeah, like, if we're already making a movie with, like, a piece of shit asshole idiot, or, like, visionary artist, uh... So Johnny Depp as Vincent Gallo. No, I think, I think that's, like, his brother or something. Like, what if it's, like, he's... he's, It's you, His brother comes back into his life, and he's, like, guess what, uh... The events of Buffalo 66 were all a sham, sham for some reason, and, uh... You know, what if his past catches up with him? I, don't, I mean, I don't know. How tied is to the original is this? Like, what are we doing here? What's his arc? We gotta... Do they? Are they disconnected? Do they gotta find love again? Does, Does he grow uh, feelings? Like, like the Grinch? Yeah. 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 I mean, I mean it's yeah, like the Grinch-inspired he... Buffalo 67. Vincent Gallo saves Christmas. <laughs> Vincent Growlcho. <laughs> I think um, he should have a kid who hates him. Like how old? Like a like a like an adult kid? Like how old is Vincent Gallon? Like sixty? Sixty two? Yeah. He's in his sixties. Cut a kid. That's a, <laughs> a decision. <laughs> Oh, they said kiss him. <laughs> gotta like, kiss him? Well like, you can have gotta it kiss him before I it gets too wrinkly. <laughs> um yeah. I bumped into him once at in like near Times Square. He, he was wearing like a big like leopard print uh jacket did you say hi but he, was, yell, wait, he was he was actually on the stop. phone he was he was on the phone complaining about like the sound mix of a movie that he was like involved in just like very loudly and with his like big loud jacket just like walking fast i'm sure at this point it's like the student film he was in (laughs) that he got on backstage yeah (laughs) yeah he's just basically the character he is in 
Yeah. Yeah. So let's make it about that guy. Like that's you know you're not gonna get him to play anything else, right? He's not a good actor, is he? Except for that. I think he's a good actor. That's not fair. So so in my eyes, he can only play this role. I don't think I've seen him in any other. So are we recasting? Is it Johnny Depp playing him, or is is it old Vincent playing old Vincent? I think Johnny Depp could be the ultimate foil to like the villain of this piece. It's like what happened? You take the worst guy in the world, you know, Billy Brown, Vincent Gallo, and then like what's the worst challenge you could face them with? And it's like a dark dark mirror version of themselves and it's Johnny Depp and we get mm. and he's like oh, I'm Johnny uh, and then he just like start, I don't know like they fight or something funny uh, it'd be really funny two old guys fighting that's yeah. okay so that. like what's gonna put Johnny Depp is it Johnny Depp as Johnny Depp or is he playing a character yeah he's playing definitely. a character oh he's okay. playing himself like Joe Malkovich okay well how does how does Vincent how does Billy Brown get involved in there what's Billy Brown up to what are we thinking? Where's he been all these years? What did he do in the fr- What was he doing before he went to jail? I guess nothing. He was hanging out with Goon, um, <laughs> hating his parents. Gotta bring back Goon. Yeah, not Is dating Goon anyone. Goon with an N or an M? I thought it was Goom. Like I hope it's Goom. It's not Goom. It's Goon. It's Goon. It's, it's goon. Italian. It's Goon. Goom. What is this Goom cave? <laughs> What if okay? So like, what if Johnny Depp like owns a gas station or something? And like, this is like the only job Vincent could get was like he's yeah, go and this is this the only station. job Johnny Depp could get. Yeah, no, Johnny Depp won. Johnny Depp. Everybody likes Johnny but Depp more now. But this is fiction. Oh, we're we're writing this. Okay, okay. Or I don't know. What do you, you guys think? He needed a job to like be able to get buy all the beads he needs. Like he, because <laughs> of all the gems and splits. scarves, he's just. You gotta hear him coming from a mile away. <laughs> That's and that that could be like one of Billy's first lines. He's like, ah, oh, he's fucking gems, because it's like, shh, 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 shh. like he's walking around the gas station. Sam, you don't look like you like this. Oh, I had to plug in my laptop. Sorry, uh, but no. I, I, if we're gonna have Johnny Depp play himself, we got to use that. Like, it's got to be the real Johnny Depp. Like, he wouldn't own a gas station. He would own a casino or a. He could own like a, a gem shop. He could, a gem shop. It could be like do. a beach. But Not another gem station. shop movie. I think he should own a gas station in Long Island. I think. Why are we going all the way to Long Island now? <laughs> Look, you, when you write a movie, you can write it to take place wherever you want to go on vacation for a couple months, you know? I like this, because then we can call the movie Long Island 66. 66, um, yeah. Why not set it like, in it New Jersey like at that point? Jersey 66? Yeah. yeah, New Jersey. We've seen Jersey. We've seen it. It's been done. Yeah, I like Long Island because it's the worst place on earth. And like we could like re- and like putting him with like the worst person on earth in the worst place on earth. Like I kind of just want to torture him. You know? <laughs> well, I disagree. <laughs> I love Long Island, but whatever. You who's love the Long worst Island? woman? You gotta pick the worst man. Who's, who's the, the worst? worst? Yeah, who's the worst woman? J.K. J.K. Rowling. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> J.K. Rowling and Vincent Gallo on a playing, like playing stuck herself. in a car together. Yeah, they get caught up. It's yeah, like what's the ultimate oh, foil? Oh, like, their to him? car should like break down, and then they go to Johnny Depp's gas station to buy some mm. jewelry. And then, 
<laughs> and why does Christina Ricci Richie get involved if we can get her? Are they we gotta write her in. I don't, don't want to road trip her to, this. to find her. You don't want to do this. Wait, I don't want to put her through show? this. I don't want to put her. I mean, I really kind of don't. Okay, so have like you guys? Do, are you guys fans of Sex in the City? Perhaps. Uh, I was about to say this. I was about to. I think I, I was about to bring up what you're yeah, gonna bring up. Go for pitch it. it pitch take it. it away. Take it away. Were you gonna pitch that we do what Kim Cattrall just did on the new season? Yeah. We just have Christina Ritchie call yeah. in. Yeah, wait. She shoots her scenes like totally separate. It doesn't make any sense, and it looks like ass. And I think that would be great. <laughs> <laughs> what if she plays like a? What if she turned into like a sniper? And like we just always have her like like with like uh, like finger on the trigger from very far away. Yeah, <laughs> but we Hell never have to have room. them in the same room. Yeah, yeah. we <laughs> don't even see and then her. In the we end... just see the scope <laughs> and hear her voice, just like phone booth. And she's like, take the sh- take the shot, because she actually does join the CIA. Because she says she they worked right. in the CIA in Buffalo sixty six one, and he's like, that's ridiculous. Why'd you lie about that? Uh, so then. Maybe that inspires her to actually join the CIA, and she becomes a contract killer, or like she's destabilizing governments, or something out there. In Long Island, she's destabilizing Long Island. It's a globe globe trotting yeah. film. We're going all. We're taking this one all over the world. We're like we're doing like Indiana Jones Long style, uh, like airplane trip. Long Island. <laughs> we go to City. all the dirtbag places. The Congo, <laughs> Atlantic <Las> City, Vegas. <laughs> uh, Las White Vegas. Planes. White Australia, New York, babies. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be like a a jet setting dirt bag adventure. So like maybe he's getting like chased out of Buffalo, and then he's like trying to like <laughs> he's trying to like hitchhike on the road, and then this car pulls over, and it's J.K. Rowling, and she's like, "Oh, why don't you get in, chap?" And then he gets in the car, <laughs> and and he's like, "Oh, the oh, bloody gotta, gender gotta... inclusives after you too." And he's like, "I I like you. I agree with you." <laughs> he's like, "I gotta take a piss so bad." And she's like, "In what kind of bathroom? <laughs> You're not going into the wrong bathroom, are you, Vincent?" And he's like, "Act like you like me." And she's like, "I I, I like do. you." What's that thing that she always says? Oh, she always says her character. They'd always blush in those books. They're always blushing. Can we have her blush a lot? Or in Harry Potter books, it was always like Harry blushed. A... No, it's just like in the no, fucking books. Like this. it was like every. <laughs> that's like. Do you have them? I just perhaps. I don't. I. I mean, okay. I haven't. Maybe I'm misremembering, but I remember there's just a lot of. They were someone else made a comment about it. I read and I was like, oh, that's so true. Can They're we get makeup like, on here real quick? Yeah, can we get? <laughs> no, we just. Why? It's all VFX. <laughs> it's we, get the, we get the Harry Potter team. <laughs> We'll I get the team from Fantastic Beasts numbered Crimes of Grindelwald, which had Johnny Depp. That's how we'll get his number. I don't think it's that hard to get Johnny Depp's number. <laughs> I don't. I I think if we really put our minds to it, we could be on the phone with Johnny. And if I was like, if I could find like someone that knows him, and I'm like, I got some good beads. I got some real good beads. They're real jangly. I think I'm on the phone with him real quick. You just put beads to the receiver. <laughs> I think if I just get enough beads, he's going to show up. <laughs> yeah, cool, Reed. If you it's... beat it, he will come. <laughs> so they, he gets in a car with J.K. Rowling. He's got to take a piss, is what I'm saying. And she's very worried. That, she's like, what kind of bathroom are you going to use? Um, then... And then they go to a gas station, and it's owned by Johnny Depp. 
and like he owns a bead shop, but he has to sell gasoline to support because not enough because he keeps to support using the habit. Beads. Yeah, he's like the miniature shop owner. It, it brings it all back around. Full circle, baby. Do they do ethanol? Is ethanol like a thing at gas stations still? Yeah. He's totally drinking that. He's drinking all that ethanol. He's drinking the ethanol. He's drinking so much ethanol. He's like, let me top off my glass of wine. He's not even British. He's just he's just dumb. Johnny Depp. He's not British, is he? No. Yeah, he's British. No, he's not. He's from Kentucky. He's from Kentucky. He. I feel like Johnny Depp has like. He is the kind of person who would like have a slightly British accent just for fun because he mm-hmm. like wants to be cool. Well, he's got the weird like dr- like I did a lot of drugs <laughs> kind of thing going, but you know. I guess let's. I was saying let's escalate instead of him having to find a bathroom to pee in. He has to find a bathroom to shit. Johnny <laughs> Depp can be like, <laughs> "I've ever had a girl shit on your bed." <laughs> 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 this is good. So, this is yeah, good. we could include some of the trial footage. Oh, that's that's a fun topic. That'll get Never us some, mind. some TikToks. Never mind. <laughs> no, no, no. Please Let's, stop. Please stop. <laughs> TikTok, TikTok. TikTok. Here we TikTok. go. Let's get some. What's your vibe? What's your vibe on the trial? Then my vibe on the trial is that I watched most, like most of it, while it was happening, because I was on a shoot in New Jersey and I was like freshly <laughs> broken up with, and that's what I was doing. So I was just oh, I like, like working, coming home, watching the trial, and just like soaking it in. It's like it was so dry and so long, and it was awesome. What happened? I didn't pay. I didn't watch it. What happened? It kind of doesn't matter. I just was like fascinated by the fact that you could just like watch the driest kind of like play out of events because it's like so. It's like the opposite of a movie. It's like people standing in like a poorly lit room, just like very slowly and in a very boring way, like talking about events that happened and like arguing about it. And people pulling up like really embarrassing texts and like reading them out loud super seriously. So it could be any trial, I guess, is what I'm saying. I just like the whole spectacle of it was like crazy to me. Um, Maybe we should do the trial of Vincent Gallo. Maybe the movie is like he's like he's on trial to go back to jail. And we can have Christina Ritchie zoom in for the because they do that now. (laughs) They have like people zoom in. Mm-hmm. And we tell her it's judge. a different movie. <laughs> we tell her it's judge, Speed yeah. Racer too. <laughs> she, she, we, we're like chopping up, like go Speed, go, and like, like she was speed on racer. Speed drugs. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's okay. great. I think there's yeah, it's like big projection of Christina Ricci's face on the Zoom, and it's like choppy because Zoom sucks and he's so embarrassed. <laughs> It's funny, you bringing up speed is reminding me of why, like, you being annoying when I first met you. Like, the first six months I knew you, you were obsessed with talking about, like, I just did this South American speed. (laughs) Like, why are you talking about this so much? I got that from Vuk. Vuk Vuk had this great crate of, like, Russian speed that was just getting (laughs) passed around. There was just, like, so much of it. Russian drugs. And it just, like, 
yeah, those Russian drugs. We were like, what is it? I was like, I don't know. And I was like, oh, cool. College, this is what college is like. And then, yeah, like, directed my, like, first, like, my continuity assignment, just, like, snorting, like, this weird stuff. Like, being the only one on set doing that. And it was just like, wow, all right, now look like you're fucking. Changed. And, like, it was, <laughs> it was awful. It was a disaster. Can we watch it? Yeah. I haven't seen it. Uh yeah, last time I showed it to someone was in college, and they were like, "You can't." Or I showed it to my my apartment mates at the time, and like, someone was like, "Yeah, please, please don't show that. That made me want to kill myself." Uh, like in a, in a very sincere way, because they felt something. It felt, made them feel. So, it's hard not to feel something when you watch Aiden Macaluso kill himself like six times. We uh, that's what you need. I mean. <laughs> I don't want to watch it. Never mind. Please it's stop. It's a movie about Aiden. Aiden, <laughs> Aiden sleeps with a girl who likes Coldplay, and then he kills himself a hundred times because he hates Coldplay so much. And when I made that movie, I thought that it was. I thought that it was just universally agreed upon that Coldplay was like that bad. Yeah. And then thought... I showed it in class, and all these people were like. I like Coldplay. Why is he? Why is he killing himself over that? And I was like, No, it's great. What you do? <laughs> okay, uh, Vincent Gallo though would. Uh... Vincent Gallo's on trial. Maybe like he's on trial because he gets picked up by J.K. Rowling, and then like he accidentally causes her car to like fly off a like off a cliff. And we could do what we usually on the show. We try to cast Jared Leto in parts where he actually dies, but. Um... We could cast J.K. Rowling in a part where she actually dies. We could get yeah. Jared, too. I feel like we could pack him in. Jared Maybe could be his son. Big... <laughs> That's very flattering to Jared. I think Jared's about, like, five years younger than Vincent Gallo. <laughs> oh, fuck. It's, yeah, he's like, yeah, Jared Leto's old as shit. He's, he's yeah, Jared, Jared could be his son. Yeah, yeah, I think those are good. Passes. Maybe J.K. Rowling's like driving in that blue car from like the second Harry Potter. And she's like, it can fly. I can fly. I swear, it can fly. And then like, and then Vincent Gallo's on trial for the death of J.K. Rowling. Vincent yeah. Gallo, what? Why would Billy? I guys, I feel like we've lost. You're not really yes and in me on these. You... <laughs> I just haven't heard a pitch that I liked yet. And uh, okay. I think that we pitch should something. Commit. Pitch something. Though. Okay, Vincent Gallo, on the he he's bat he. L let's track the character. Best, yeah. like who is the character? This is let, let's do this like a real movie, you know? Okay. Who is Vincent Gallo's character? Who is Billy Brown? <laughs> Billy Brown is that his name? Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna keep saying. It. I keep forgetting. Okay, is it Billy Brown. Brown, their last name. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he's he's a, he. The movie ends and he's run off with. Uh, Layla, like, how long does that last? Like, I want to see them get married. I think they get married. I yeah, think it's I think like they, they get, get married, married a little quick. Like, yeah, maybe, like, definitely. You know, they get married like a few months later. Tops, yeah, like, like definitely super irresponsibly. He knocks her up. Like, they're 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 totally like. How many kids do you think they get? Like, how fast? Oh, this um, is so bleak. Well, no yeah, count, it's, so it's Buffalo '66 to too. It's gonna she be has fucking 66 bleak. '66 children. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what if it's Buffalo '666 and he meets the devil? 
Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> and it, wow. it looks exactly like so, him. Yeah. <laughs> it's a gal, but he's got like a curly mustache and double horns. I didn't guess. So playing the guitar. Like half of our yeah. movies that we write on this show, they go to hell and meet the devil. <laughs> I got the devil on right. my mind, Max. I got the devil yeah. on my mind. <laughs> you're trying to think of what you're going to say. Imagine, wait, imagine. It's Vincent Gallo yelling at himself and like neither of them shut up. Would they yell, or, or <laughs> would the Vincents yell, or would they be like, "I like you"? Hmm. I think they'd, no, be, I think they'd, they'd be friends. At, they'd be friends at first. They'd be like, "This mm. guy's all right," and then they would like go bowling together because uh, mm. he does that in Buffalo Six Six One. He loves bowling. What a scene! Uh, and then, uh, but yeah, then they, they something would happen, and then they hate each other, and then they become sworn enemies. Mm-hmm. And perhaps and they make it has out to t- at the end though, because they're actually in love. Yeah, mm. but yeah, mm. <laughs> I, th- I, I like think so. This. I like this is going this. somewhere. So Vincent Gallo meets a clone of him, or Billy Brown um, meets a clone of, like, meets a guy that looks just like him and is just like him. Like, that is the devil. It's a doppelganger movie. Huh? It's a doppelganger. It could be a reveal. That could be that could be our like third act reveal, or you know, break into three is like, oh, actually. I'm the devil all along. And he's like, what? Oh, actually. You know, but we write it good. We don't have to write the dialogue. We just break the stories. Uh, so, just break the stories. Just break the stories. <laughs> uh, they don't pay us enough for us to write the dialogue. I like Buffalo 666. Um, and well, that, like... let's, let's, let's keep go back. Let's still track this story, though. Yeah. Like, they had kids, and then... Do they get divorced? I think they get divorced and Vincent slash Billy kind of like mm, looks within himself now that his marriage has failed and so therefore he meets other other Vincent. So are you seeing this is just after the divorce? Because I would think that the divorce probably would have happened like if they divorced, if they did this in 1998, then they were probably divorced in the early aughts uh, and it's been, you know, like 15 years now like he's an old man who's like lived a life of solitude and like you know yeah. can't hold down she a job took the kids shit. she took the 66 kids they won't talk to him um a, a couple of them play for the buffalo bills now you know yeah. and he like watches the games every week and he's like there's my boy there's oh that would be funny if he, he like before <laughs> he raised all these sons to be football players so that yeah, they that's... could win the game for him you have to do it right don't yeah. do your best do it right you have to this win the, and of... the family curse <laughs> yeah it's a movie about family curse this reminds me of our friend jordan has said he wants to have nine children because he knows that's enough children to have a film crew forever <laughs> he's gonna like give he's like i'm gonna name one sound and i'm gonna name one camera <laughs> so that they know their jobs that's awesome <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna be Boom so Sorry. <laughs> Boom ball. Boom ball, get your ass out of here. <laughs> gonna have Steady Boom ball working out his arms at like one years old. Take <laughs> this protein powder. I I love I like the idea of like breaking the familial curse. Yeah, and that how does he die to go to hell? Oh. Oh. I was thinking it was like a deal with the devil kind of thing. It's like uh, a, like the devil mm-hmm. challenges him, because that's a thing, right? Like the guy who the guy the, the blues devil guy loves who, to make bargains. Yeah, he loves to trust me. 
He so, loves to make bargains. W- what if he met the devil years ago, shortly after the events of Buffalo 66 1? We do a classic CGI age, you know, just they've got Hunger Games money. We, they've got that spinoff yeah. coming out that'll make some money. We'll skim some off the top and shoot it. Uh, but, and he doesn't even look that old. Like, it won't be that hard. He takes care of himself. Uh, and so then we shoot. Yeah, he meets the devil way back in the day, and that. Or maybe it was before. Maybe yeah. Is there a family curse? Is he cursed? Like I'm like like I'm I'm, I'm, I'm cur- running. I, mean, here, you I know? think his family's definitely cursed. You think his family's cursed, cursed before him, or do you think he met the devil yeah, I think in the it's past? It's like a long, long curse. Italian curse. Oh, Italian family curse yeah. for sure. It's an Italian curse. It's an Italian yeah, like, curse. Okay. Like his, it from his an Italian like, great great grandfather like was making leather shoes in Italy. He was and like Madame like, Zeroni. Geppetto. He's Geppetto Gallo, and he like made like. A bad pair of shoes for an angel, and they're like, "Mamma mia, you're gonna be a so cursed." And like, it's just no. He stole he's someone's girl. He stole someone's girl. Like, he stole, oh, like kidnapping he stole the... theme. Yes, he s- literally stole someone's girl and got her onto the boat to go to America, and then that family ends up in Buffalo, New York. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. he's so it's yeah, and that's kind of this is this is the best thing for him to hear now because he's gonna be. How about like we we meet him and now he's like sixty and he, his life has just fucking sucked for him you know most of which is like would appear to be by his own hand but then he's gonna meet this guy who looks just like him and this guy is like like no 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 like your family's cursed don't you know and or however they talk in Buffalo and then like <laughs> we well I guess Vincent would be like your family's cursed blah blah blah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, and he loves that. He's like, this all makes sense. Well, yeah, like, it's I like got very a few good years in for me. Him. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Right. So, he, so what does he do with that? What, what would he want to do? Well, this could be useful. The friend I'm staying with right now, actually, was stopped by a woman on the street who told him his family was cursed. And that a man and his family had gotten him cursed in his love life. And he needed to break the curse. And she told him the only thing that absorbs curses is money. So she had him tape. She had him tape five thousand dollars in cash to his chest. I like <laughs> and wear oh. it. What? He had to wear a he had to wear a money money belt. He had to get five thousand dollars in cash and tape it to his stomach and wear it everywhere to absorb the curse. And I saw him the day that he was like, and then I got to go meet up with her in this alley or something <laughs> to get, to, and she's going to take the curse off the money. And I was like, you can't go to the alley, man. <laughs> you can't go to the alley. I think we should steal that. Yeah. I think I, that feels I like something Vincent would do. Yeah. He would he's got to go. He's, he's got to figure, he's got to go hustle together 5,000 bucks to absorb the curse. Yeah. But he wouldn't fall so he, for that. He's way too skeptical. He's a uh, he's a uh, unless he's undergone a great change off screen, like where we left him off. He he doesn't. Because I feel like what do you think he would do to lift the curse. What do you say, Alana? I feel like a trope with Satan is that oh, you don't believe me? I give you this special ability, or I make this thing happen in your life. And he's mm. like, yeah, right. And then he goes, and then it happens. And then he's like, wow, I gotta have the money absorb the curse. What would say? What do you think? What would that like? Would it make him good at football or good, look really good at gambling? It what would... if it undid the event of Buffalo losing? Whoa, mm. that's in the emotional. past. So that that's a lot of that's emotional that'd be cool dude. because like, and then he gets a glimpse into his happy family. Yeah, and the devil 
or Satan takes it away very soon after. And it's like, you know the little squares of footage, but it's like happy footage. Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah, the, the squares that zoom in. Yeah. yeah. But what if also, like, because of the butterfly effect, like, there's a bunch of things yeah. that relate to him, but then there's, like, random shit that's also different in this world. And it's yeah. like, it's like, oh, Motorola is actually, like, really, like, they, they won. Everybody uses uh, um, Motorola phones. So are we going with this plan for how they lift the curse? I, I, I'm into it. Well, yeah, I think so. They it's a time travel. So Buffalo '66, we're going full time travel. Uh, what's it called? Time travel genre? Time travel genre? What? <laughs> it's a time travel movie, right? Like where yeah. he's changing the past. The devil's changing the past for him. Or it's True. not time travel. It's like uh, what's that 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 Christmas movie with the guy? Groundhog Day. That's not a Christmas. Is that a Christmas movie? No, it feels like Christmas. What do you mean the Christmas movie? Like, what was I just think I Jimmy, composited Bill Murray from Scrooge into. <laughs> Bill Murray and Scrooge. It's a groundhog. You're saying Wonderful Life. That's though. a good yeah, it's like, like it's, he... it, yeah, it's Vincent Gallo and It's a Wonderful Life. Like, it's a, uh, it's the Buffalo. I feel like if he saw that. what the world was like without him, he'd just see everything's better. You know? I don't like, think that's what he, he would see. You know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Maybe like that thing that like they don't. What was the event? It's like he, he, the only time they won, her mom was not able to see it because of him. Yeah, maybe it's like they reversed that, and still he doesn't get along with his family, and everything is still horrible. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like none of it really matters because it's like it's like who you are, dude. Like you, you just you are just the worst. Sucked. She would still be rooting for the bills over your dead body. And that's like what's on the poster. <laughs> she was still that that line? Yeah. I like that. Yeah, okay. Wait, so I've kind of lost track. What's where are we at generally? <laughs> Alright. He got married to Layla. He has sixty six children. Divorce. Mm-hmm. Runs into doppelganger, Satan Gallo curse family curse is revealed um yeah and i guess i'm blanking on where because there was the time stuff they were talking about yeah what's the core conflict where so we've got if if satan comes and meets vincent gallo and presents him with like you can change everything what yeah what it's either he's got are we doing he goes back in time to undo the bills or are we doing he's got a family curse that he has to break in the present tense do you think the curse is tied with the bills? Maybe. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Scott yeah. Wood is actually the key to all of it. Yeah. Is Scott mm-hmm. Wood still kicking? You think? Let's look it up. Is he still? Let's see. Well, he's not. Re- Scott Wood is based Scott. on Scott Atwood or something. Oh, Scott Wood's not real. No, there's a real guy named Scott Atwood, but he wouldn't be in the movie. He, he declined the offer to be in the film because he was like, who the fuck He are didn't you? want to go to hell. Uh, so they made up a guy who just like him. Okay, so Scott, that guy, yeah, that Scott Wood's alive. Yeah, whatever. You know, he's, still... <laughs> he's like really old. What if yeah. he has to carry? What if he has to carry Scott Wood on his back up a mountain and have him drink from water at the top of the mountain, and only then will the curse be lifted? Yeah, that's genius. Yeah, I like that a lot. <laughs> Never seen that before. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We can make it more. 
<laughs> we could. Well, wait. Didn't so is J.K. Rowling <laughs> still in this? Yeah, or are they like not yet? We haven't brought her back. We have like fourteen minutes to come up with the rest of this. <laughs> Are they still traveling to all the dirtbag cities? Like, Definitely. what's... <laughs> yeah, they're trying to... That's the challenge. ...in each city, of course. He has to collect all of his children <laughs> from each all city. All of his dirtbag yeah. sons. Oh, he's got to yeah. get all of his dirtbag sons. To... Oh, they're, they're, like, they're all the dirtbags all around the world. I was going to say, and then he forms a football team to play against Satan's football team. Yes. That's exactly what I was going to say. Fuck yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Wow, we're going Space Jam with it. Yeah, <laughs> I think that he's got, like, a CGI. Do you think they <laughs> Sorry, all play football got... with those, like, red boots that he wears on the movie? Oh, that'd yeah. be so cute. Yeah. I was thinking a great opening shot of this movie could perhaps be him walking in his iconic red boots from the first movie, but, like, now, like, they're really old and worn, and, like, one of his toes oh. is sticking out, and it's like, oh, man, he's seen better days. Once again, really uh, emotional, yeah. A lot of a lot of emotion. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's beautiful. Know, the... story. He's this one guy caused all the dirtbagness in America. Like his sixty-six sons are like they're, <laughs> they're like they're like the cursed. Thanos rocks from Marvel of dirtbagness. You know, <laughs> like. like they're like, maybe the, the devil's like you gotta get all of your dirtbag sons into this dirt bag, you know? And he's like, no, like because the I'm devil's going... actually kind of nice. Yeah, the devil's like, I'm just trying to help you guys out. It just it sucks. <laughs> I see the struggle, relates, the and devil. it's not fun actually. It's a game respect game. <laughs> what if we have Tom Hanks play the devil? He's just like a, he's, he's just, just really like, nice. He's wow, just really kind-hearted. But Buffalo prosthetics look like Vincent a... Gallo. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's like 300 times the budget of Buffalo 66. And I think we can do like five months of shooting, I think would be good. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, in what city should we shoot this in? As I think it's going to be a soundstage shoot. So, I mean, <laughs> London's the obvious choice. Why? We could do Atlanta. Yeah, I just think, you screen. know, with the amount of. The amount, like, if we're going to be doing this many cities, it's just, it's going to make more sense to do it on a green screen. Wait, I want to track sure. these, so build, uh, the build, number build of thoughts sense. you just had. You said, this is obviously a soundstage shoot, so I'm thinking London. What are you fucking yeah, talking about? <laughs> That's where you go to shoot these movies. That's where they shoot the big studio they, movies. The shoot, like, choice. one Star Wars movie. No, that's where they Pinewood? shoot. No, there's, this is, like, where they're all shot now. Like, In all Pinewood? these, like, no, there's there's other studios. Pinewood's one of the big ones, but there's others. It's it's like, that's yeah, that's where Barbie was shot. Oh really? In London? Yeah, it's all shot in London now because they don't have unions. Oh, oh. yeah. <laughs> yeah. They started moving more and more over there. Yeah. Ooh, I yeah. love our industry. Um, don't worry, guys. <laughs> Strikes <laughs> over. Nothing. They won't move all the jobs overseas. It's fine. Um, <laughs> Buffalo 666. He gets his 66 sons. He gets the ones left. They're not, they didn't all make it. They didn't all make yeah, it. Like, like when you, th- that many scumbags, they're not, a lot of them died from like, we, maybe we have a montage of how all of his sons died. And they're all these yes. like guys who look like Vincent Gallo. Also but, like, in younger. squares. <laughs> in squares. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. And we do it like jackass beautiful. style too. Like we just have them do like stupid shit. Just, With like, Corona playing. Just make <laughs> yeah. it very on the nose to appeal to the millennials. <laughs> 
There's like the bowling accidents and like yes, the biggest. There's like a guy driving his car towards a cliff, and people are like, "Please stop! Please, please stop! stop please, please stop! Yeah, please so. stop!" And then it gets remixed. <laughs> I love this. Uh, Who's doing okay, the Oscar so then, yeah. song? The Oscar best <laughs> Can we get Mitski on this one too? Is like a co co writer on this one, and then she cannot show up when we do the performance, and we just get one of the dirtbag sons to to, to co sing on it. Yeah. I think we can get lots of big dirtbags to play these sons. I think we can get the guy that plays Greg from Succession to. Uh, <laughs> he could be a dirtbag. He could so be a Vincent Gallus son. Yeah, we get Jonah um, Hill. <laughs> oh, Jonah Hill's a total dirtbag son. <laughs> Chet Hanks? Yeah. Ah, you're, you're just wow. nothing but net right now, Sam. <laughs> you're right. Uh, let me, uh, uh, D- Denzel Washington? <laughs> eh. Oh, shit. I, 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 nah, I, I flew too close. Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> Timothy Chalamet. Timothy Chalamet. The ultimate dirtbag <laughs> He's like seeing his sons do all of these like actual bad things, and then he also sees the trailer for the Willy Wonka movie, and he's like, "No, my sons!" <laughs> and they all like do a dance moves. number like Oompa Loompas. <laughs> so is he gathering? Wait, are the their... dirtbag sons? Please stop! <laughs> please. please stop! <laughs> so are the dirt? Is he gathering the dirtbag sons' souls to play football in hell? Yeah. Am I correct? Is it football? What if it's football and then they're really bad at football because like none of them can run anymore? Yeah, they're, they're all all of their legs are broken. That's how they like build their family bond again. Is because Vincent Gallo or Billy Brown is their coach, and he's like, I've studied mm. all of the Bills games and how they lost. We will not be losers. We are spanning time. We are gonna win <laughs> against Satan. But then what if? Like, we go into, like, this sort of Space Jam third act. Like, we do all this, and then, like, they st- like the devil's demon army just still, like, fuck or demon football team just fucking screaming them. And so, like, they go into a huddle. They're like, what are we going to do, guys? What are we going to do? It's like, dad, dad, what are we going to do? And he's like, I got an idea. And then they use bowling. Te- he gets on the field and he uses his bowling moves. And, like, he, he rolls. Maybe he, ball- he balls his sons into a big ball. And rolls them at the other team. So Looney Tunes logic the, now. The, the, yeah, do you think he's like. Oh, oh, oh this is, is this getting too crazy? <laughs> <laughs> what you okay. say? I'm gonna shut up. No, please. No, no, no. This please is... don't. Please don't. <laughs> please. Look, please I'm, just, I'm not hearing a lot of a lot of climax ideas here. What else no, we I got? Have your, you got I have a good very beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, I think I like it. How does this complete his arc? That he like, wraps all of his boys up <laughs> into defeats, a ball. <laughs> the, if he defeats uh, the devil, the curse is broken. But like, what does he learn? Like, what what do we think? Like, can we give him a lesson? Family can well, we give... and to not be his father. He's got to treat his. He's got to treat his dirt. Or his just mother. because and... your sons are dirt bags doesn't mean you got to treat them like dirt. And bags. it's probably your you fault. Know, you gotta... And fuck you. Yeah, that is how he would learn to be better. Is he's like yeah. dealing with all sixty six guys that are all like, meh, 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 meh. <laughs> shut the fuck up, Barry. And he's like, and he's they're like, all like oh kidnapping each other. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they all have to pee. All of, he's like, Dad, I gotta pee. And he's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I told you to cool it with the Gatorade. He like realizes that he in fact is in hell. Yes. <laughs> and that was the devil's plan all along. Yeah, and he's okay. teaching him a little lesson. 
And what oh, is wait, <laughs> like um? You've seen Little Nicky. You I haven't seen Little Nicky. Little Nicky no. Okay, never mind. No, wait, I no do it. Our, the audience has. Us. The crowd has. So the crowd live has. studio audience has. So Adam Sandler's dad is Satan, and in the end, his mother is an angel. What if Layla's an angel? Yeah, she is. She's like dressed like an angel for sure. What if mm-hmm. I like that? I, we could do that. Counter it, just I'm, throwing you know, stuff at the wall. I'm not shooting it down. I'm not shooting it down. I just I want to pitch one thing. Just rolling it up in a ball, and I'm just bowling it. Just it up, bowling it <laughs> out there. Uh, you can tell me if I got a strike or a gutter. But uh, what if we do like they did in Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, and we have him deliver a heart melting monologue about how she died off screen in the Vietnam War, like they did with Shia LaBeouf's character in the new Viet- in the new. No, Indiana I think Jones she should. Movie. She should zoom in from heaven. She's like on zoom. She's like, on but how'd she get there? Zoom. She she died peacefully. She you know she she got away from these sixty seven douchebags um, and got to live a good life. You know it was bad there. Pat dancing in heaven. Yeah. Sixty six times. She Can died. We have of, a like, she died of complication, like birth complications. On the, 60, on the 60, on the 67, and then Vincent Gallo hates him especially. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. you're my 66 boy. So I, I think like when he's on the football field and they're losing the game, he like suddenly sees all the players in front of him, and like Looney Tunes, he sees that they all look like pins, <laughs> and then he's like, "Oh wait, I know what we can do." Um, and then yeah, he bowls up. He balls up his boys, you know. <laughs> So what's that? But they have to. They have to be like, Dad. So like, Dad, no, Al, always... you're hurting me. You're hurting me. That's what they do at first. But then like he he gets his boys to learn. It's like they all learn the same arc. It's really easy to write where they all learn to stop being dirtbags. To shut the fuck up. That he has an arc where at first he thinks he should talk, and by the end he realizes he should shut the fuck up. Yeah, what if he's talking really loud? He's like yelling really loudly their plan in the huddle. It's like, I'm gonna ball you boys up and, and, and we're gonna, it will be spanning the field. Well, the ball will hit the, the players. And then um, the devil's like, we can hear you. We can hear you. And he's like, oh, fuck. I should have learned to keep my mouth shut. And so then like another round of football goes by or whatever it's called. And then he's like, okay. Like he's like, another round whisper. of football. <laughs> yeah. He's like, he's like, Okay, guys, down whispering. Let's try that move we talked about. And the devil doesn't know he learned his lesson now, so he's yeah. quiet. And the devil doesn't see it coming when then he balls his boys up and does the move. Wait, so the, the lesson devil. is that you should what you, <laughs> you should, should whisper. Shut, shut the <laughs> that's up. what I'm getting from you. Yeah. I no, I think it's like he's talking and then Tom Hanks hears him and he's like, I can hear you, but I'm so Wait, proud who's of Tom you. Hanks? And who's Tom Hanks? He's the devil, but devil. he's got prost- it's obvious, Sam. He's the <laughs> devil, but he's got prosthetics to look like Vincent Gallo. I don't know if I can put my name on this one, guys. Like, I feel like that, that, you know, I feel like... I'm You're really the one that came ball, up with the ball, ball of, boys. of boys. Ball of boys <laughs> is clearly of a piece, of a whole with this this piece, you know, that's clearly coming from the same voice of Buffalo 66. And I just don't think <laughs> Tom Hanks feels of this world. notes on our episode that they're like, the guests sound smarter than you guys. Who <laughs> 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 like, said like, that? The guests... The guests keep pitching good ideas. I can't and think you of guys a single guest we have. Balls of boys. <laughs> You're gonna slander your guests. 
I, but I, I see what you're saying. No, we're guests. saying the guests. I'm saying the guests are smarter. Okay. I'm slandering the past guests. Some of them. So Angel oh, Devil. smarter than me. Yes. Okay, so the so so the CEO of Lionsgate, what's his name? Uh, John. John is coming in, uh, and he's real worried. We told he's coming in like five minutes. Um, oh no! So we gotta. All right, so we don't like the ball of boys. I'll sign off I on like Tom the, Hanks. I'll sacrifice like the ball boy ball. Boys. I think we gotta keep ball of boys. Time. It's way too late in the game. And <laughs> on the field, his rules onto the field yet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's our denouement? <laughs> they all get coffee and heart-shaped cookies. I don't fucking know. <laughs> they all do the thing from the end of the first one. It's just like a line of guys, that, like a line of like the worst actors working today, dressed up as Vincent Galloway. Like, I got a cook, or what? You, you got a girlfriend? You got a girlfriend? You got a girlfriend? Just like in a rope. Bop, bop, yes. bop, bop, bop. <laughs> you and the donut guys. And then like the, the boys. <laughs> Maybe the boys realize they they're better as a ball. Like maybe they like they real like they if they shut the fuck up and they're just a ball. Ball is life. What if the devil? <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I just said ball is life. Oh, uh, ball is life. Not, not adding anything valuable at the moment. No, no, no. That's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. Ball is life. It's good. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, please stop, please stop, please stop, please stop. Uh, I think that, what, so he has been lonely before this, like he's been living alone, right? And so now we could end it and like they're all sitting down for dinner together. Uh, and what is, what is a food he likes? Not chocolate. Not chocolate. Uh, not ginger ale. <laughs> not ginger ale. Uh, we hear about a lot of things he doesn't like. What uh, if that's a challenge the devil has for him? It's like you have to drink this chocolate and eat, I mean eat this chocolate and drink this ginger ale, and he can't do it, but he can send one of his lookalike boys in to trick the devil. And if you trick uh, the trickster, he's done with the tricks with the devil. Once he balls the boys, like the devil's like pulverized. you're good to go. Yeah. Like I think they go back to dinner. I I like dinner, and then like I think like the denouement like is like they sit down and he's like, okay, did everybody remember to pee? And they're like, oh, and they all stand up and like get in <laughs> and line bump to each pee. Other in the head. Yeah, <laughs> and they're like, I get out of my way. They start like kidnapping each other again. <laughs> but they're also sitting at a Last Supper table. <laughs> mm -hmm. The Last Supper, but everybody's dressed kind of like Jesus. <laughs> and like maybe it all zooms out, and like Tom Hanks is like basically he like gives a monologue where he's like, "See, I made them think they went through an arc, but really, I just wanted to get all the dirt bags to live together because it will help the world if they all just deal with each other." <laughs> and you I know? think also he and shouldn't say that at all. He should sing it with a spotlight. Yeah, he should sing it. Yeah, tap dance. Yeah. To Christine, and Tom, Christine. Christine. Stop dance. And we're gonna make thing. Tom break his big rule. Tom, Tom's rule. He said no singing. He said he would never sing in a movie. Um, oh, it's really? Tom. It's Tom. Yeah, but he did. He did break the rule. Ironically, for this movie, for uh, the Polar Express, because he sings right. a song about hot chocolate and how you gotta keep it hot. Hot chocolate, oh. all the way back. Whoa. We can just use the same song. <laughs> we can use the same song. <laughs> That's the loophole. He just copy paste. I can't believe this is the second time on this podcast I've talked about the hot chocolate song <laughs> in Polar Express. You love Tom Hanks.
okay, okay. I'm liking this. Uh, but so how maybe... does the movie start? Hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. One last shot. We got to yeah, tilt up to Christina Ritchie in heaven. Yeah. Or is she perhaps on a, an aerial vehicle targeting a missile at, at the house with all... She's actually alive, and she missile strikes the house with all of the 66 sons. And then, a, I don't know, just, just, just you know... I no like the idea of she's... angling up to, like, the sky, and she's, like, the baby in Teletubbies, the, the sun. <laughs> like, she's, like, on the sun, like, hee Like, she's, like, that's how she's an angel. We just use old footage of her from the first one. Yeah, we cut it together and we, like, do the, make her look like the sun. Do a, uh, Yeah, I know how to do that magic. in Premiere, so I could do it. I could make that, actually. <laughs> Get rid of some more workers do AI magic. Yeah, we shouldn't. I think it shouldn't be edited with AI. Yeah, I'm down. That's fine. I don't know how to do that. Can you guys Google that? Sam always gets on the calls with these CEOs, and he's like, I can do the VFX. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we're pitching scripts. <laughs> I'd just like to save the money. Uh, so how's the movie open? It opens with him. It's the sad boots. It's the sad boots, yeah. and then yeah, yeah, yeah. What if uh, what if he's back at the bowling alley and he's bowling, and we see him? He he like, he does he fucks it up. He can't bowl no more, and he's like, oh fuck, and that sends him to a spiral. Boom, written. Easy. And he looks at the and picture that's... of himself as a kid, and he's like, I'm still him. And it's like in the menu where he, it's a picture of him flipping a hamburger. And it's stock footage. <laughs> stock yes. footage. We stop. We cut to the same stock footage of like a woman's lips lighting a cigarette. <laughs> we definitely need to open the movie with some stock footage. Um, yeah, may, or maybe at the bowling alley, he sees the football game. We're like, how do we introduce the sixty-six sons? Like, how do like? A Zoom There's meeting. A couple details here I need before John gets here. I think, well, I like the idea of the uh, the 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 moving picture-in-picture picture screens. Yeah, like we were ta- like in the first one. So maybe he's like, maybe he's like talking to the doctor, and there's like any children, and because he like he broke his wrists bowling, he can't bowl no more. Uh, except for in the end when he needs to. Maybe that's because he his his that's character part arc, of his arc. His arc is his <laughs> wrist gets better. Yeah. Uh, and uh, <laughs> maybe he's at the doctor because his like his vo- his throat is sore. The doctor because like, of the talking, talk yeah. like yeah, yeah, or, like that's implied. Didn't like, that kind of happen to Roger Ebert? He got like throat. He got thyroid. I mean, he, he got he got cancer. cancer. I don't think it was because he talked too much. No, well, but he got cursed by Vincent Gallo. Vincent Gallo cursed him. Then so maybe he the gets thing a was he medicine. He had cancer a year before Vincent Gallo cursed him. Oh, sorry. We wouldn't want to be unrealistic, right? This, this movie's no, but be, be period accurate. <laughs> no, it's not period accurate. It's just kind of like there's this impression that he actually did put an Italian curse on Roger. <laughs> <laughs> Sick of these people you. mystifying the Italians. They're just regular people. They don't got powers. <laughs> I don't think you guys gave enough time to my idea that Vincent Gallo has a long lost ancestor named Geppetto Gallo that lived in Italy. Like, I, I still think that was, I thought that was really flown over pretty quickly. You know, I, I thought we could have gotten some juice there, you know, like, but. Well, tell us more. Yeah. Yeah. Give it. Yeah. 
I think he's where the curse start. Maybe we cold open in Italy, and like, <laughs> we're like we're like we're like craning down. We're hearing Italy sounds, you know, like, and we see like a foot, and then like it gets all the way down to this close up of a plate of spaghetti, and like we see a fork going, and like it's like Jared I think it Leto, should be a boot like, stepping onto the spaghetti. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, 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 and it's like someone slamming it down on Geppetto's spaghetti, and he's like, he's like, these boots are no good. Is that a slur? Do you think that counts as a slur? That's to not a do slur. A, you, you're always allowed to do Italian voices. This is what I've been told. It's not but a it slur moves. if they deserve it. <laughs> to, <laughs> by who? <laughs> it's the, can we put in the Roman Empire? Ancient Rome? You know? Yeah. Italy's kind of the same thing. He's like related. Like Vincent Gallo is the direct descendant of Caesar. No, it's just some guy, and he's not like a famous guy. It's just, It'd be I think just it would just give bag. us some scale in the film. You know, I think this movie's so strong if we open with like an overhead of like a CG yeah. ancient Rome, and yeah. then we go down, and it's it's Billy Brown senior, 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 oh. like the first dirt bag. And they're doing sports in the Colosseum, and his his ancestor cheated, and that's yeah. where the curse begins. Mm. Yeah. What if he cheated mm-hmm. with like a some, doing something involving a literal bag of dirt, and he creates the, the term motif. dirt bag? Yeah, he's he created it. Uh, yeah, maybe they're doing the sport where you like twirl the thing, and like he like <laughs> he made he made his lighter by like just Removing, making a bag of dirt. Yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking about people listening to this and not watching it and trying to understand what you mean by the sport where the you spinning. twirl. I think people you twirl the thing on the rope. You use a lot of hand gestures. To, oh, okay, there we okay, go. I, could, I actually twirl. can't picture this. I I don't know what this is, but I'm not this, Sam, what? Listen, cowboys, <laughs> lasso. <laughs> Vikram <laughs> yoga. Come on. We're doing we're giving birth. <laughs> did, you, did you ever play the Wii game um Sonic and Mario's Olympic Games? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah. And you had to That twirl, was crazy. You had to twirl the Wii <laughs> yeah. above your head for this one game. Is I thought that was like lasso. For, las, lassoing is not an Olympic sport. I just think of Matilda, we'll where it's like show. shot, put, javelin, hammer, throw, and I think oh, the I hammer throw is that. like the. All right, well, oh, yeah. this is the Fucked. this is it. Where that's our we're, we got a John is coming up the stairs. I hear him right now. Oh fuck! Come on hey, in, John. How's it going? Oh, Hello, guys. Oh, I was so nervous to come here, but I, 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 I put on my walking shoes and I got here. <laughs> Sorry to hear you're nervous, John. Uh, you know you're the CEO of like a very successful company. Did you just? Make... No, you being fun. sympathetic. Being... I don't appreciate the sympathy. Don't give me your pity. Okay, well, I won't, I won't give you. I, I feel just... like you're making. Max, Jesus Christ! Stop antagonizing the 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 CEO of I'm just trying of Lionsgate. To show, yes, I'm that's trying. right, of Lionsgate. As a kid, as a kid, I had trouble connecting with people, and I read a book that said, uh, you know, try to show empathy to them. So I'm trying to show empathy to John, so we can connect. You know, we can build a relationship. Uh, okay. 
Um, well, who are, who are you? We're here to pitch you Buffalo 66. I'm Max, and this... I'm Sam. And this is... I like their energy. It's it's It makes me feel more at home. <laughs> I don't, I don't like all this yelling. Alana, why don't you pitch... Uh, how does Buffalo 66 2 start? So we start with, you know imagery we're used to from the last movie red boots except this time they're weathered down there's a hole in the toe and a toe is peeking out and whose toe is it it's billy brown's so mika what's the next part take it away what did we settle on something billy brown Billy Brown is like, he is coming to terms with the fact that every single one of his sons is a dirtbag. Um, every single one? How many has, are there? That's a great question. Uh, John. 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 That's my a great question. My name is John. It's okay. People forget my name all the time. <laughs> they forget about our movies. Too. They call him Feltheimer. John Feltheimer. That's his name. Get, Please get, keep going. Please get keep felt up the by the fell timer. Oh, right, John? Oh, hurt my feelings so bad. Oh, I'm sorry, John. I thought you liked that. It was a funny Don't you joke. Fret, John. Uh, Billy, Billy <laughs> has had 66 children, and they're all boys. They're all baby baby boys. Is that by design or coincidence? By fate. It's fate. By fate, because he comes from a cursed family. Just real quick sidebar: the film also opens in, um, in like Rome, in Italy. No, it opens in Italy, like hundreds of years ago, where we meet his ancestor, who is like the first dirtbag. He cheated in the Colosseum true, at true, a game, true. and that caused a curse on the Gallo fam or on the Brown family. Um, and so now Billy's. Gotta lift the curse by gathering his 66 dirtbag sons together, taking their souls to hell, and beating all of these demons at football. Because the devil, the devil gives, the devil comes to Billy Brown. You know, after Buffalo 66 1 happened, he's not doing too good. You know, uh, Christina Ritchie's character, Layla, left him after having 66 babies for him. And. That wasn't too nice. Uh, that was not not fun for her. So she's gone. Uh, she she now I know what you're thinking. Yeah, how did you you even g g g g g get her? And well, I, that's a good question, my friend. And Mr. Feltheimer, the way we do it is archival footage in Zoom, and depending on the SAG contract you guys work out, maybe some AI. We'll see. We'll we'll, we'll play that one by ear, right? But she oh, does I just want this strike to end soon. I'm so nervous. I can tell you can bet you okay, are, sir. John. So, like, but thanks I, for being you, a hard on your sleeve, Steve. You, know? you guys got that uh that uh Hunger Games prequel coming out soon, right? Like that'll that'll do good. You don't have I any stars so. in that anyway to promote it, right? Like it's it's I fucking guess. kids. It's like Speaking of stars, this movie doesn't seem like it has any stars. Could you at least slip someone in for the part of the devil? Some you got any thoughts for that? Because of Who's his excellent devil, per, because <laughs> of his excellent performance in Elvis and how he can really transform, we are thinking Tom Hanks will play the devil. But but there's a twist. He's wearing prosthetics to look like Billy Brown. 
exactly like Billy Brown. And he will talk like Billy Brown. Oh, I love this. Yes, it's a it's a family oriented movie. Yeah, and it's a movie about self confrontation. You know, it's it's himself confronting his own demons, as it were. This is giving me so much confidence. I'm, thank you to you two. This, these two boys are really—they're just shouting so much. Uh, what, let's just cut to the chase. Why don't you just tell me how? Uh, how does it end? How do, how do they beat the devil? Well, because we know that Billy Brown is a champion bowler, he makes a ball of his own. I'm just getting emotional. Well, I like where this is going. Just thinking don't about it. Don't get nervous. Beautiful. Don't get nervous. Don't get nervous a... to pitch, and I get nervous. Oh, thank you. I I needed that weight off of my shoulders, but he makes a ball of his own boys, and then he <laughs> takes that. <laughs> it's balls to balls. Whoa, 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 whoa! What does that mean? So what it means what it means, sir. It means that they've learned to shut up and worked as a team to listen. So they, a team. so they shut up, they all form a humanoid ball that their father rolls down a football field and, you know, strike. All the demons eradicated. Satan stunned. He knocks <laughs> over <laughs> the players like pins. Yeah, yeah it sounds like, like, like how, how's that pulling pin sound? It goes like, and then there's a video that comes up just like in the bowling alley, but it's made of demons. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, oh, I guess it's I'm a talking movie about family. Two voices to one. Self-reflection. It's a movie about family and reflection. Uh, you know, the ball of boys. It's not exactly what I thought I was gonna hear, but you guys said it with such confidence that yeah, I just... we we think that the audience for Buffalo '66 has matured and tastes have changed, and we want we want to stay. We want to keep up with their desires, and what people want now is crazy and big ideas, and but with an emotional core at their heart. Uh, and this is like you know, as as we were saying, it's it's about family, it's about uh, connection, reflection, heart, and in the end, what happens? They they get uh, what do they get? Food. They they all eat dinner, they all have to pee, and then they, yeah, they're... Oh, yeah, they all have just, to pee, and then they're like, they all try to get up, and they're like, oh, they keep kidnapping each other, and they, it's so funny. Look, yeah. John, it's a star-studded cast. We got Timothy Chalamet coming. We got Jonah Hill coming. Ooh. You know, Chet Hanks. We got all Chet the dirtbags. Don't even worry. Chet's Chet. coming. It's filled Chet's with coming. musical We're numbers. Calling. It's just... Yeah, they just to cover. Yeah. They're mostly chants. Lots of chants. Oh, that's an important John, sign off on it. John, just sign, sign up. Just do it. Sign up. Just sign up. Sign up. Sign up. Sign up. Sign up. Sign up. Okay, okay. Okay, John left. Green light, green light, goodbye. He walked out the door. That went great. Wow. We got a great... That's how we should do all of our pitches. We just got to steamroll executives with chance. They don't, we should, they don't stand a chance This is why chance. they didn't like writer's rooms. This is why they were trying to make writer's rooms smaller. Is because you could just steamroll their asses with all the those people. The more chanters you got, the better. Um, well, yeah, thank you both really so well. much for coming on the show. Yeah, I do, too. I think that was great. Um, that, was, um, that was a really fun pitch. I'm so 
grateful to both of you for coming on. Why don't you remind the audience again of your project um, in case they haven't donated yet. Y'all got goobers got to go donate right now. Thank you. Oh, can we make this like a, a call? Call now. A call. Or go to www.seedandspark.com. I would never fuck you. I, I hyphen slash hyphen never hyphen fuck hyphen you fight no more hyphen no what about sla any slashes in there should we just read it i bet there's like yeah. a dollar sign i, I donated to this i donated to this i donated to this yeah. thank you both by by googling Seed and spark. I would never fuck you, and it's the first result. Wait, is that what not what I did? got when I googled those terms? But that's okay. <laughs> but yeah, we're crowdfunding for a short film called "I Would Never Fuck You" that has dioramas, mirrors, old men, heartbreak, heartbreak, loneliness, everything that Buffalo '66 has as but well. Better. And if you guys help them make this movie, they might be able to get the money someday to make the Ball of Boys. Exactly, ball, real life exactly. Ball of Boys. And I guess I don't. I, know. I, I'll be your. I'll be your first boy. I'll be that boy <laughs> in that ball. Put me in that. I'll be. I'll be in the ball, but put me in that ball. I don't want to be near Sam in the ball. Can I like be like the thirtieth boy? Because he's gonna be right in the center. He's I want to be the center core. Of the ball. So compressed. <laughs> it's a lot of pressure. To be that boy. He's like, I'm a He's like the peanut together. butter in the Reese's should we, cup. Should we mention that if we don't get at least 80% of it, we just don't even get anything? Yeah, that's yeah. huge. Yeah. yeah. You got to get 80% of your goal on Seed and Spark. Uh, it's, it's, it, they, it, please donate to their film. They're very talented and we want to see them succeed. They already have taken the premise of crowdfunding which was already heart-wrenching and they made it seem nice and cool which is a feat unto itself so imagine what they could do with with a budget to make this this awesome movie donate com forward slash i hyphen would hyphen never hyphen hyphen you shut the fuck up i wasn't finished all right now i have to start over www.seedandspark.com the Shut the this fuck like up! The third time you're doing the bit. They're donate to these two. They've they put up with us for a little while. Like they deserve it. They're great filmmakers. Thank um, you for having us. Thank you so much. Thank you for really coming. Grateful to you guys. It's been um, a privilege so fun. all around. Thank having you. guests Should always we... reminds me. She that it could be good. Life could be better if I didn't have to talk to Sam all the time about <laughs> hot dogs and bionicles, you know, and, and all, boy ball. all of his passions. <laughs> boy ball. <laughs> boy balls. I didn't make a bionicle ball when I was a boy. You just take all the bionicles and ball them up. Ah, uh, yes, a type of boy I'll bet you did. Ball. I'll bet you <laughs> The first boy ball. The first boy ball. <laughs> the proto right, boy ball. remember... Back. Please remember to rate, review, subscribe, do all the things to help us with the algorithm. Uh, we, we release every subscribe? other week. Yeah, sub, subscribe, subscribe, sub, subscribe, subscribe, share, subscribe, share, subscribe, share, share, subscribe. This is Sam. I'm Sam. We're the podcast two. We're the podcast two, and this is podcast two, the sequel.